As the 70s roll in, stability around the world has never been as shaky. Interplanetary alliances join together to seek ideological supremacy across both planets. Cultural shifts are uprooting norms that have been in place for centuries. Technological shifts have been changing how the world itself functions. As these shifts occur, life continues in the seed bearer region, where a seemingly random group of people have come together to try and make sense of the nonsensical. This is Hazeltown Story. Hello and welcome to Hazeltown Story Discovery Episode 3. Uh, this is going to be the start of the second day of investigations uh, and the start of our second recording session. Um, you know, with the new uh, system that is, you know, that we've started with this Discovery uh, arc of Hazeltown Story. Um, this session uh, that we're going into, uh, to kind of briefly recap what happened at the end of the last uh episode uh we actually completely finished one of the three jobs that uh were given to the crew so that's one of three jobs obviously down uh so hopefully they can focus on the two others and they also got some more progress done into um the arc with the canary group um so then started the computer the um the uh, robotics lab one but uh that will probably change with this uh, episode. In fact, I know for a fact it will, because, you know, it happened. Um, so, yeah. Uh, also, this session is uh, more interesting because we have pretty much the full group with us this time. Uh, we ha are joined uh, this one, not just by, you know, Torpo, Carnival, and Deathmaster. Uh, now we have Axe and Bobinator with us now, too. So it's pretty much a lot of the crew from the last, well, the last, last arc. Um and yeah, so it's more people getting used to the setting. Um, and it seems like for this one, it didn't go, I think, too terribly bad for it being uh, getting more people into it. But uh, yeah, kind of still kind of tweaking things out. It's going to be like that for quite a while. Uh, probably the next couple recording sessions as we kind of iron out some of the details that we kind of didn't think of when we were making up the system. Um, but for the most part, it actually is going smoother than I feel that when we're using Genesis. So I feel like that's still uh, a good thing. Um, other than that, um, I don't have really anything else to say other than uh, we should be, as of this recording, we had to um, delay uh, a session once just due to some unfortunate uh, timing. Uh, but by that really shouldn't matter because if you're listening to the recordings of these, um, it should have happened by now. Uh, in fact, I think with this this one and the next one, uh, I'm out. We're good for the next three weeks, so we have time. Uh, so I don't expect any delays or anything with the schedule. So that's that, I guess. I don't think I have any other housekeeping details. So let's go ahead and get started with the character introductions and then the actual episode gel is a doctor slash uh, mortician and uh the pronouns are they them okay i think that's everything yep bob you're next uh hello i am bob nader i am playing ferris diotero he is a full-time explorer part-time tv host for his own tv show whole wide world and uh he's a he him all right Hi, I'm Carvel. This time I'll be playing Elmis Grenner, she, they, an engineer who will often ask the question of, can I do this rather than should I? 
in as evidenced by your admissions, I also play Claudia Lupin, a, th- a would-be thief, and you are governor, a retired pirate. Hello, I am, of course, Death Master 780. I play Bobby, a businessman who does nothing illegal whatsoever. Pronouns are he, him. And I also play Nellis Masters, a uh, lady obsessed with death. Pronouns are she, her. Uh, I'm Torpetypus, and I play Aravia, uh, she, her. And uh, she's the mad cow your parents warned you about. It is a new day. And just to especially go over it, since it is new, also the fact that we have new people with us, uh, we are going to start each day with a downtime period which means that each of you get two actions that you can take. Um, It's one action. It's like each action is only done by one character. So if you have multiple characters, you still only get two. You can have whatever character you want to do it. Um, And I will go over what you can do. And uh, since uh, we're going to, I'm probably just going to do this in alphabetical order. Um, we're going to start uh, with Axe, but I will, before, I will explain what everything is first. So, um, in a downtime period, you can do the following things. Um, if you are working on a particular case, you can acquire an asset, which means if you're, like, looking for a piece of material, like, you can go and get the material. Um, it, it's basically as simple as that. Uh, if it's something that might take a little while, uh, you can, you know, do that multiple times over a period so that way you can, you know, eventually get what, you know, get your material. Um, you can work on a, another thing you can do is work on a long-term project. Um, you can do crafting, which uh, is really for people who have like the engineer or something like that, uh, where you can actually craft something. Um, you can do research on a particular... Uh, subject, like if you're working on a case where it's like, oh, I found this item and I want to look into what that is. Um, You can do a long-term project to kind of research it and just figure out what it is over a period of time. Um, Another thing you can do is relax and recover, uh, which if you are, say, if it's after an investigation period where you did a lot of things that are, are, you know, stress-inducing, Uh, and you use some stress during the investigation, or if you somehow got hurt, uh, you can relax and recover, and that will recover all the stress that you took in the last period. Also, you can recover some harm. Uh, The other thing you can do, which is what I probably recommend, is you can train. Uh, And training, uh, you can put one XP into any uh, of your tracks, uh, which to clarify what your tracks are, uh, that is, both of your archetypes, uh, Your each archetype has its own XP tract. Um, also, uh, in regards to your skills, uh, your physical, intellect, cunning, heart, and charisma skills all have their own XP tract as well. Uh, so, uh, Axe, uh, what would you... I, I would probably say you'd want to train twice. Because I think that's really the only thing you would do. Yeah, like I, based on my character, I don't know what's happening, what, what we're investigating, who we're investigating, why we're investigating, 
if there's even an investigation going on. So I guess in the absence of having that knowledge as a character, uh, sure, why not? Let's train twice. Okay, uh, so you can choose what you want to train uh, if you want to make uh, your archetypes better. Uh, um, for In regards to leveling that, uh, basically every time you get 5 XP, or like a multiple of 5 XP for an archetype, you will get a, no a new skill. Uh, for your skills, the things at the bottom right. Um, every time uh, those... So just to... Uh, clarify for like say for when i'm saying physical uh the skills smash aim and maneuver all are under the physical umbrella and that physical umbrella has its own xp track so every time you say if you were to put it in physical not saying you have to um but if you want to every time that goes up by five you can increase either smash aim or maneuver up by one uh so okay um, then I'm curious, uh, cause you said I had 12 XP to work with. And so I split it up amongst the five categories. So was that yep. 12 split amongst the five categories or that's your, those are your dots of the skills when you roll, not XP in the stats to get more of them. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, I should have probably said you get 12 points to spend. Now you get one XP that or if you train twice, you get two XP that you can put in whatever you want. So just so I'm 100% clear, uh, the 12 points you told me I had the points that I could uh, put in across the five different categories. I didn't have to just yep. pick one of them. Okay. No, no, no. And, that, that, and then that now I'm earning XP towards adding one more point per each. Yep. Okay. All right. Um... If you want to think about it, I can move on to the next, and then eventually we can go back once you figured it out. I think uh, let's drop two in my charisma. All right. Okay, uh, Bob. Okay, thinking about it, can I put a couple of XP into cunning? Uh, so if you want to, oh yeah, yeah, you can put two XP into cunning. Okay, how many? How much XP does it take to put a skill into cunning skill again? Five. Okay. It's right. it's five. It's five. It's five across the board, essentially. I guess I don't know. Take some classes on detective work. Try to round myself out a little bit. All right. Uh, carnival. All right. Elmis is going to be continue working on flying drones, of course. So. Okay. So let's see. Uh, you had one pip into that last time. And that's uh, an eight step clock, or is it? Uh, that is a 10-step clock, I believe. All right. Good find there, so... That is, in fact, a 10-step uh, clock. Uh, so, uh, I, you're in the building phase, so I'd imagine that would be... Well, that's... You, tell, you tell me what to do, how we do it. Well, yeah, so it's building... It's tinker, because it's just building, messing around with the different types of materials and such. Playing okay. up. Okay, roll a tinker. So that'll be 3d6. Uh, I believe so. If I look, I know I was saying that for the for like people listening. That is 3d6. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, your tinker skill is three, so that is in fact 3d6. Wow. Position doesn't matter. Effect doesn't matter for this. That is correct. Crit. 
Okay, so you okay, you critted. So that yeah, two sixes. So that is two sixes. So you increase that clock by six. So it is now it is seven. And then wow. because of the extra efficient. <laughs> oh, is, uh, that, is that an additional pip? That's an additional pip. And then I'm going to go and do and do some more tinkering to just see. <laughs> do okay. work on the project again. All right. Go ahead and roll that one. Roll that triple one. You're a monster. Carnival cannot be contained. A six. Oh. Oh, they, yeah, six. A six and two ones. So that increases by four, uh, which you only needed two more to do it. So you've completed in that time, you have completed building the spider drone. So you now you flying drones, spider drone. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. So now now the now the cameras can fly. Now you disgust me even more. OK, let me mark Mission that accomplished. there. Uh, OK, so DM. So I'm going to do training for both characters. Nellos is going to train the scholar. Okay. And Bobby's going to do some work and train the agent. Okay, so if I just say Bobby, agent, that is, you're now up to, are you up to 18 now, or is that? I just upped them, so yeah, 18 is the new number, and 20 okay. is the new number for Nellos. What should you, uh, oh, I see you, you already spent I spent the, it. Yep. All right. Uh, so which one did you get? Got the brochure. Okay. So uh, if you if you have time to prepare, add 1D uh, and plus effect to any role regarding gathering information about whatever location you're at, which is the ability that you just got. Okay. Uh, so Torpo. I know there was the item I was researching. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. Though. Uh, it, was, it was the necklace that you your the necklace that was on the statue at the house. Uh, but yeah. you actually finished that out. Yeah. But does it have other uses? Uh, I don't know, but I believe you finished that out. Yeah, we got you got it finished, but that doesn't mean Torpid could you could make. Try and do a new project using it. Also, no, I never finished researching it. We just finished the case. Oh. It was at okay. seven of eight, so let me get you in. How do I add? Oh, here. Okay. Oop. Okay, so do you want to uh, try and continue finishing that up? I don't know. Now, the way you phrased it, not knowing. Uh... Actually, I think that was also a 10. But it was like, it was basically done. There was one point, it had one point left to go. There you go, yeah. There's no way for you to, like, put labels so that we can see on the tokens? Uh, I, uh, I gotta actually do it. Because if I do, if I spell it right, research necklace. There. I don't yeah. even know if there's any point to it at this point. So it gets me. Well, you can also either train. I'll train and just hold on to this wonderful memento. All right. Uh, so what are you going to train in? Uh, so what do I train again, just to be sure? Uh, you can train in either of your archetypes or any of your skill-like groups. You know what? Because I'm close, I think. I think I'll double down on the Vox. 
to the unique. The unique, uh, which means you should. That should put you at 20. It does. Uh, which means you have an available unlock. Damn straight I do, baby. I'll decide on that, though, while you talk more. All right. So, um, with that, uh, you're all done with your morning things. Uh, so, I would imagine that you probably start your day off in the office that you now have access to in the city. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that we did redecorate. Yes, that you yes. have. You are in the process of redecorating. Um, Mostly for a setup at this point. Maybe a little Lots bit. of tinsel. God, Might not fucking be the season, no. But tinsel is important. No, Aravia would lose her goddamn mind. Tinsel is something everywhere. neither something neither Aravia or Bavi would do. They're the ones who set everything up. <laughs> Look, oh, a bunch of sorry. I was say it's the seventies. There's enough other crimes you can commit in terms of decorating. It's fine. For some reason, Aravia is big on antique furniture. Disco ball over every cubicle. Probably some kind of interview area set up for like recording people that comes up. Probably, yeah. Uh, you do because there are two offices in there: the one that Theron can be in, and one that Henry can be in. Uh, the rest is kind of an open area. Um, there's also a desk that's kind of set aside. Uh, should they inevitably get a secretary? Um, but that is empty at the moment. Oh, we had a secretary. Is, I it mean, a cubi- is it a cubicle layout or is it an open floor concept? I mean, it's not that big, so it is technically open plan. Like it's, it is open plan. Are you disgusted by this? It's like um, it's not that big, so it's like a handful of desks. I imagine it's like yeah, there's desks there, but it's like most of it's taken up by furniture we moved in, and also like a whiteboard that's got different like stuff on there. All right. So uh, didn't we have a secretary? You said something about us having a secretary last time. That uh, was for the general building, I think. Yeah, that was like the building overall, I think. I can't yeah. remember, actually. Um, but yes, um, with that, um, you're all around, and you can... Let's see. Uh, you can take a look at uh now they're all together uh you can kind i i would imagine that you'd start to like compare notes with what you had now that you have aria and ferris uh there uh so you you can take a look at essentially the job board that's now it now only have has two because you've taken down the uh job for uh lila you can consider that one complete uh left uh, so you have the one that is now you have the one that is talking about the Canary group in which you now actually can set up a meeting with the contact. Uh, and you have the robotics laboratory break ins that you have not touched yet. Well, Elmas is going to well, see that the robotics library thing and just. Yep, I'm doing that one. I'm interested in the Canary group. They're like the secret bunch of authors you mentioned, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. And I'm going with the Canary Group, not because I'm interested in the authors, but because something I can lord over Toby. And that's what matters. I think I'll go with the Canaries one that's more suited towards my uh, skills. Alright. Uh, let's see, because... Th- 
Uh, DM, did you decide which one you want to do? Canary group. Okay. Uh, so carnival. So carnival's going to be the one to kind of go there, uh, and the rest of you are going to go. Uh, what characters are you going to use? I mean, obviously, Axe and Bob. That's pretty easy. Uh, carnival or um, DM. Uh, are you taking your to go as Bobby? Yes. Yeah. Ellis is fucking off for a while again. Now that the mansion job's done. All right. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously, for obvious. Um, Carnival, I take it that you're going to probably do this as Elmas? Yep. So, though, I suggest you do the Canary Group one first. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so, someone needs to call Toby to set the appointment up. Paris uh, is sorry. I was like, who would who wants to take it? I'll do it. All right. All right. Bobby. Smarm in his voice, still smiling about this job. Calls up Toby. Yep. Uh, hello. Howdy, friend. It's me. Did you get that meeting set up with your brother? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I want you to meet him, or he. Uh, wants to meet in, um, oh, let's see, where do I want to have you meet? Um, since you know the area, uh, go ahead and, uh, go meet up in the Welcome Square again. Uh, meet up in, uh, the, uh, meet up by that fountain, uh, in the park area. All right. <laughs> he doesn't know that I'm coming, right? Uh, I let... So, because I didn't know who of you are going to go and be there, I kind of gave some general descriptions of what you look like. Ah, Flint. I want to see the look on his face when he realizes who I am. Probably oh. can't hear Toby, but she just can hear you, and just a shudder goes up her spine. One of revulsion of dis- and disgust. So, Ferris is going to look at uh, Bobby and ask what he knows about this group. Bobby Why are just, they so secret, is one question. Bobby just winks at Ferris. You can tell that through his sunglasses. And then he says to Toby on the phone, I think your brother may... You may be getting an angry call from your brother later on. Be seeing ya. And hangs up. I'm gonna say that's not very helpful at all. Bobby just looks at Ferris and says, Oh... They're just all the fair the canary group, they're just all about exposing secrets and whatnot. Thinking he's gonna ask that they're helping they're not, the world. He's gonna ask if they're not a bunch of people going around doing cocaine all the time, are they? Like that last bunch we met? They're not cool enough for that. Well, they're authors, so they're probably snorting something. Maybe like one or two are doing coke. Anyway, I'm ready in. Just a bunch of nerds who think they're way cooler than they are. I can get behind that. He just says nothing and smiles. All right. Uh, I guess with that, uh, you all, it's it's the kind of mid morning. I think you all go to the park or the, not the park. Well, you go to that fountain from the last area, you know, the part with the part that was connected to the uh, park called statues. Uh, kind of the sitting area where you kind of spied those spies for a little bit at the very end. Yeah. Um, you all kind of head there 
Um, and you get there and you realize you didn't really have a description of what he looks like. Like Toby, I would assume. They're brothers. Um, let's, let me just... Both of you do assume um, they're related. Uh, let's see. Morning. Uh, so there, there are a bunch of people around. Um, so what do you want to do? I guess take a walk around the park and just keep an eye out and see if we see anybody who matches the possible description. Okay. I don't have a description was the thing. Other than probably looks like Toby, unless he's not blood related. Now, Robbie's just going to sit on a bench and people watch. Robbie's going to smoke a cigar. All right. Uh, Arya and uh, Ferris? I, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so you're going to, uh, right. You said you were going to go walk around? Yeah, and try to see if I can find the guy. Um, so I am going to say uh, if you're looking for anyone in particular, uh, I am going to request that you do a skill check for that. Okay, um, skill. Uh, well, that's the thing. Uh, so in this system, you tell me what skill you want to do, and I will give you uh, parameters around that using that skill. Let me see here. I guess, could I like, walk around to ask people that I'm looking for somebody? Maybe use charm? Like, you know, try to give, like, a description of what I think he looks like by Toby and see if anyone's seen anybody like that? Uh, you can. Uh, I would say, uh, if you're doing an action roll for that, uh, you will, I, I would say the parameters for that are, it's, uh, it's controlled because there's no real harm that could potentially have for you for that. Uh, I will say, though, that the effect is going to be limited. Okay. So I have a 2 in charm. That's a 2d6, right? Uh, so uh, if you hit the yeah, uh, so if you hit in the macro, uh, did you uh, set up your macro bar in roll twenty? Oh, I have one. I have action roll, genetic roll, resistance check. Yep. So hit action roll, uh, and say that you're doing charm. Uh, controlled and limited. You said. And limited. Two dice, right? Uh, that should be two. Now hold on before you click. Oh. Yeah. oh. Crap, sorry. Oh, well, I don't think that would help. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't remember what you're going to say. I was going to say you could have pushed yourself to get two, oh, right. uh, get an extra die for two stress, but it's too late now. Uh, I'll nut that next time. Okay. Also, actually, I'm going to have you redo the roll because I actually should have checked your skills first because, um, you do have the ability link, or you do have the talent linked in, uh, which is I, uh, or actually going by, let's see, uh, which is you always seem to know someone. Uh, oh, that'll that'll be for who will vouch for you. So I don't I don't know without that effect. Okay, so I knew you would do that role because yes, that is actually something that um, is worth knowing. Uh, you can spend two stress when you're doing a role to. Uh, give yourself another die when you're rolling it. So effectively, you would be rolling three die. You can also, uh, if you um, want to get an additional die after that, you can take what's called a devil's sack or a devil's bargain. 
uh, which is I tell you a consequence that if you want to take that fourth die in this case, you will have to take this consequence and it'll be a slightly negative one. Uh, nothing major, but it is a it, it is an additional die, but you will have to take a penalty for it. What is the penalty? Can I ask now? Uh, it, it would be something like um, it would be like something like uh, you don't know whether or not the information is valid or you mm-hmm. don't know or it, it's even worse information than what you already have gotten. gotten. So it's, it's something like it reduces the effect or it uh, puts you at risk or something like that. I see. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to try again. I'm going to go for let's do let's do four dice. I'll take the stress and to go for the bargain. OK, so in this case, it the information is going to be less potent than even what it was. Even if I succeed, even if you succeed. Hmm. In that case, before I roll, can I not do that then? Yeah, you can you can just uh, not take that die then. OK, I'm yeah. going to push though and take stress. Yep. So that's three die. Okay. Uh, so you are now at eight stress. All right, that uh, works out much better. There, you have succeeded. Uh, you rolled a six, a two, and a five. Um, so you walk around, uh, and you kind of explain, uh, kind of, uh, you ask around and you see if you saw anyone who looked, uh, who I would imagine would be a uh, kind of brown t- or a brown uh, furred rabbit man or rabbit man uh, that looks like um, kind of same description as Toby. Um, and you it, it, the information essentially is, is like um, you what they say is no that there is they've not seen anyone that looks like them in the area. Unfortunate. Unfortunately, that's my best idea. So I'm going to let Bobby see what he can do. Or, any, or I guess also either uh, if anyone wants to take a particular action. Max, you want to do something? Um, all right. So are we still in the office? Uh, no, no, we left. At, yeah, we're at the park. We're at Okay. Yeah, Toby's um, brother doesn't exactly know how who to meet up with because all that was general descriptions, and we don't know what he looks like. And we don't know what uh, works the Canary Group has. Uh, so you um, have published. You you have one. You have one book at least. Uh, it's uh, you could definitely look up to see what works they've done, but you have one in particular that. Um, they want they specifically called out uh All right. for the um okay so that brings me to two things the first i would like to look through the book and see if it gives any clues or hints as to who or where the canary group is oh so the book i think we might have skipped over this the book isn't about the canary group the book is about Ronald Reagan hiring white supremacists. Right, but there could be some stuff, you know, hidden within the book that links to the Canary Group. Well, the point is that uh, Toby's brother links directly to the Canary Group. Yeah, that's why we're trying to meet up with him. Uh, yeah. But also, if, if, 
like if you're are you talking about like looking for like an art an author stub or something like that some sort of signature just like um maybe it's a series of code words or just something that i'm i guess i'm just on the wrong track um let's see um because hmm. I thought we didn't know who the contact was or where they are. Uh, the information that you have on the contact is uh, the contact is Toby's brother. And that's all you know, essentially. Yeah, the, the important thing here is we don't know what Toby's brother looks like. And Toby's brother only has a vague definition of what we look like. But we're supposed to meet here and that's all we know. Yeah, I honestly can't think of anything. All right. Um, hmm. Uh, trying to think. Um, e- I mean, you call Toby back. Uh, I mean, that that you could also do that. We could do the smart thing. Yeah, it's true. Or do you want to be spicy and do the dumb thing? The, the dumb thing. Well, I I was just saying because like I like. Calling Toby and figuring out what he looks like might be, like, that is an option you could do. Or yeah, if you just want... Just, uh, don't only Bob B and Arabia and, um, Yuhar have Toby's number? Yeah. I would, I would, uh, so what I would, I would probably say since, especially since he's acting as a sponsor of the group, he would probably give out his number to, uh, anyone who has been associated with it. And since... Uh, he met you through the last case. Uh, he would probably he would give his number would be freely available in the group. All right. Um, well, since we're at the spot, I guess the only the only thing we can do is yeah, I'll call call him. I call him up and uh, yeah, so let's let's call him back up. All right. Uh, so uh, are you calling them? Yeah. Okay. Zero uh, six. Hello. Hey, it's uh, Arya, and uh, you know there's this one small thing uh, that's getting in the way of us getting further in this uh, case. Uh, is it the fact that you don't know what he looks like? Bingo! Could you uh, give us a little to go on, or at least you know, help with help with? Uh, so I was kind of curious if he would have uh, found you out first. Um, uh, but yeah, one thing I probably. Should have mentioned, uh, he, uh, should mention that he's my, um, adoptive brother. Uh, you're gonna look for a, uh, he is human, first off. Uh, um, uh, he's probably, oh, let's see. Uh, he is, um, kind of around average height, uh, especially around here. Um, uh, he, uh, so I'm trying to, th- I I don't know what he's wearing. He's probably wearing a uh he has this military jacket that he likes to wear. Uh I don't know why. I think he got a surplus. Um so yeah, uh he is um uh he's black, uh dark kind of dark hair. Uh what did I have actually? Let me get the description. That would probably help me out in this description what one day. Did I write for this man? Yeah, how does he normally wear his hair? Uh, I have that written down, actually. I'm very carefully. Uh, if I find the right tab that I have it on. Uh, By the he... way, uh, Ferris is going to tell Bobby to ask why he didn't tell any of this, any of this before. Uh, tell me what? 
why didn't he tell us what he looks like before when we called him first? Uh, I he well, hold on. Uh, let me get the description down first. Uh, where are you? There you are. Uh, he has, uh, he has a kind of his kind of really short, kind of faded on the sides. Um, uh, he's kind of thin. Uh, pretty. He's uh probably early. Uh, I mean, he's twenty four. Um, so he's younger. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's kind of what he looks like. Uh, kind of, kind of forgot because I'm not used to. Usually, when I talk to people about him, it's usually people who he already knows. So, uh, yeah, my bad on that. No, it's all right. You know, we are an we're an odd group, so I think we would have stood out. But we've been here a while and haven't made contact. So, figured get in contact with you and you know nail down who we're looking for. All right. Uh, anything else you need? Uh, seems to be all for now. Thank you so much for your help. All right. Thank you. Handling my my uh like uh customer care center uh voice just there. <laughs> uh, so if you if you're if you're like also the thing is uh obviously you can't see it but I was doing the uh put my hand in the phone shape and then pointing putting it to my head the oh, entire God. time. That was the exact voice I used at call centers. It's awful. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks now. All right, so um, I turn to the group and uh, and I just wanted to, the hair is short and faded on the sides, right? Yes. Okay, I want to make sure I wrote that down. So uh, we're looking for a human who is black, uh, about average height. We'll recognize him by the military jacket that he's wearing. Uh, he has dark, short, uh, faded, uh, dark short hair faded on the sides. Fairly young and thin. Paris will quietly say that it would have been great to know all that before, but oh well. I don't have to make like a second charm roll or ask about what it, about him again, do I? I mean, you could probably just look for him now that you know what he looks like. Yeah, I was actually gonna fucking, you know, big brain move, cast sight beyond sight for funsies. Uh, alright. Let me just check to see what that does. Uh, uh, action roll. You can pause and focus on a specific location with an eyesight should you meditate for five minutes. You may see a snapshot 360 degrees around that specific spot. Uh, so, I would say that you could do that. However, like, I, I'm not going to stop you from doing that, but I, w I will give you a word of caution. That's incredibly overkill. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this this is the part in the thing when you click on it, it's like are you sure you really want to do that yes okay so oh, yeah, uh, the other thing too is the ability i decided on uh, was prepared for this okay prepare for this uh that is at the very fucking bottom that is under the uh what is it the the sworn all right which is a passive, you have a base level understanding of supernatural links from our world to other planes, and supernatural beings are more likely to be cooperative with you. Alright. Uh, so, there. That is what you can put in. I, it, it, pick whatever one of your four fingers in pie slots. Let's put it in the first one. I can't. I don't... 
I tried before. Things don't work for me, right? It's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it at some point. Um. Yeah. Either way, overkill time. Hell yeah. Okay, sight within sight. Um, yeah, I'm gonna melt into this bench for a little bit. Okay. Um, you can pause. Uh, so which one of your skills do you want to do to do that? I I have a feeling I know which one you're gonna do, but just for to play just to play the game. Uh, what do you mean? Sorry, I have to. Which, uh... which one of your like words do you want to use to? Because you gotta. It's not like oh, I say you roll this. I are, are you perhaps implying that I would want to use focus? Maybe just a little bit. The one you have four <laughs> in. I want to use focus. Okay, so you're gonna focus in there. So, um, okay, let me forget the word. You can pause and focus. You can pause and focus on a specific location with an eyesight. Should you meditate? Uh, okay. So, I would imagine that if you were to, like, put your thing of focus in, like, the fountain, which is in the center, yeah. um, that would, uh, that would definitely work. Uh, you're not, like, you're not stressed at all. Like, this isn't time pressured. And I would say, uh, since... It's not super crowded. I would imagine that you'd probably have actually great effects. So controlled great rolling four die without pushing yourself. Uh, and because it is a utility level ability, you do not have to. Uh, that's not stress causing. OK, but what if hypothetically I did push myself? Uh, then you get five, uh, which if by by probability rules, uh, that means that uh, your odds of succeeding is 96.88%, which and you did. You, critted. you You critted, which of that uh, is a 3.13% chance. A you. So there, take your two stress. Uh, they're, and they're, then, worth it. they're worth it for doing this for no discernible reason. Uh, okay, so... Let me figure out what exactly happens because of the crit. I just want to double check. I also forget where to write down the uh, my my numbers. Uh, if you right click on oh, that's right this fucking you, bare bones shit. Yeah, if you click on uh your token in the top left, uh, you can change the number there, or at least you shouldn't be able to change. Already, it already, there. it's fine. I don't need to change it. Yeah. Okay, uh, let me just double check to make sure what a crit. Uh, critical oh. action rules. Oh, so why is there just an image of a raccoon? Uh, that is Ferris's token because I have not. Yeah, made I, an avatar I should for him find yet. art, but I couldn't find any that fit. No, no, I like this. <laughs> this is good. The, the like raccoon the token. The raccoon token is also not the same shape as the other token, so it's taking up more space than it should. Look, I love the idea of a game show host that also rummages through garbage for the sake it's, of survival. One, that species. Two, it's not a game show, it's a wilderness show. Still rummaging through trash. Uh, let's see, you're performing... Okay, so you... Priest effect. Okay, so, yeah, you... Okay. So you focus, and you, in fact, have a 360-degree view of everything that 
basically in your head, it's the kind of the case where you have a freeze frame of the area and it's um, you can essentially walk around kind of the area and just take a look to see what's all around. Uh, and sitting at a bench uh, that's actually kind of facing your group, uh, you see someone that matches uh, the brother's description. Um, and he is kind of, he's currently uh, discreetly, well, not, he's sitting there like, and he is uh, making uh, sketches in a pad. Oh God, what a nerd. Uh, Ferris will come up to him and... Uh, oh, you uh, haven't seen any of this. You know none no, of this. I'm sorry. sorry. Yep, so this is still in Torpo's... This is all me. Yep, and Aravi is saying, so you, you see him. Okay, then I'll snap out of it, get up, and uh, start running at him. No, okay. I'm not going to say anything, I'm just going to run at him. Oh, and here okay. I thought Bobby was going to be the one to make him shit himself. <laughs> but by running it, are you talking about full-on sprint towards him? Yes, she's not gonna, gonna lose him. Gonna spear him through that bench. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, he's sitting there, he's sketching on his thing, and he hears commotion as a muscled, uh, lar- tall cow lady is sprinting towards a, a bench for some reason. Uh, and he kind of looks up and is kind of, he's kind of like curious at what's going to happen. Um, and okay, you're running towards him. Is there a end to this? I'm going to plow through the bench to slow myself down using it as a tool. While he's on it. Ah, uh, not on the side he's on. Oh, just the other side. Send him flying. So you're, so you're just gonna sit. So I, what I imagine is, as you're running, you kind of in midair spin around and try and sit down. <laughs> oh, I thought I was gonna jump on it, through it to slow down, kill my speed. So you're gonna jump on the bench. Jump through the bench, yes. To slow down. That's a good way to kill speed. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna need you to do a skill check. See if this works. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, what? Yeah, maneuver or smash? What? 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 What verb do you want to use? I'll use smash, and because I'm using it as the tool. <laughs> okay. So. That is effectively a chair, uh, but if you are smashing your way, you are very much doing this with the knowledge that you're likely going to break that bench and do this. Oh, in a I way know that will not be a, not be graceful. I mean, look, it's not about grace; it's about sending a message. I don't okay. know what the message is, but I'm sending it. Okay, uh, what should, what values should I roll? Uh. So what I will say is if you're trying to smash your way through the thing to try and slow yourself down, uh, that is a it's not controlled. That's for sure. Um, whether or not it's risky or desperate is a fun one. Um, Follow your heart. 
I would probably say that's a, uh, you know what? That is definitely a desperate move. Okay. Uh, and because you are trying to smash your way through a bench in order to slow your down, uh, which might I add, that bench is probably made of wood. Uh, yeah, so no, that's the idea. Your effect's going to be limited. Okay, I'm also going to push it, so I have six dice. Okay, you have six dice. Damn straight I do. Okay. Uh, so you crit... You crit uh, on that, so let me just double check. Um, if that would take it to normal effect. Uh, that would take it to normal effect. Uh, that's still desperate, though. Uh, and that means you at least take some some consequence from this. Um, I fucking it, destroy a bench. Uh, yes, the the bench is definitely broken. Uh, in in fact, how this works is you try and sit yourself down on it. The back part of it just kind of collapses behind you. It does slow yourself down, and you do tumble backwards. Uh, take one harm. That's that's fine. I can take eight harm. Uh. You know what? Yeah, that's piercing. Yes, take one harm. <laughs> Piece of bench lodged in your side. It's fine. Look, I have thick cowhide. It's fine. Uh, so you do this, and you are now on your back, having done this. Um, the people kind of around there are looking very strangely at you. What happened uh, to the kid on the bench? Uh, so you broke cleanly through it. So the part that he was sitting on, that uh, the brother was sitting on, uh, is intact. Like, it's slightly bent backwards, but he's still sitting there. He's perfectly fine. Uh, and he's looking kind of behind you. Um, just looking at you, just kind of behind the bench. Ravia just crosses one leg, still laying like on the ground just goes hey but I am going uh, and he just kind of speaks I'm going to take a stab at this uh, I'm guessing you're a Ravio what gave that away I don't know call it a hunch In my defense that went better than I thought it would it, it he just kind of pauses to think for a second he's like it, okay my other buddy should be catching up in a hot second once they're over the shock. So, uh, so wait, wait for them to get so, here before we do anything. So, Bobby, when you realize what Ravi is doing, just broke out in a even bigger smarmy smile than usual and started walking over the moment uh, the kid was looking away at Aravia. Alright. Uh, okay, so... Uh, he's like, says, like, do you do you need help? I'm good. Okay. Hey, this um, is this is nothing. I've dealt with far worse. Uh, so are you just gonna stay there? Yeah, it's nice and cool, actually, on the ground. Okay. Uh, you said you had uh, others with you. Yeah, just just give them a sec. I check myself, but it's hard to from down here. All right. Uh, well. Until you're all here, I'm, I'll just leave you to your thing. Aravia just removes, like, a large chunk of the bench from her side and hucks it. Uh, 
he just kind of looks away. It just kind of goes back to his sketching. What's everyone else doing? We know Bobby is trundled off, but, uh... He's... Should be there by now. Yep. I mean, I slowly followed after Arabia, taking my time, because I don't want to scare the person. Don't want to be associated with the mad cow that just destroyed public property. <laughs> Look, it's fine. Aravia spent enough time on a bench and also wasn't letting him get away. It's fine. Let's see, uh, what's, uh, what's Ferris up to? I think Bob had to step back. Oh, oh I, no. I just stepped back. All right. I'm sorry. Some people saw that in the roll 20. Yep. No, you did. Where it's fine. I tore through a bench. Yep. I never pay attention to anything anybody says ever. Yeah, Aravia just plowed through a bench. Just just basically drop kicked a bench, effectively. Uh okay, I'm curious as to why. Uh why not? To, pro- to prove a point. Okay then. Alright, so what I miss. Uh yeah, not so much than that. <laughs> yes, we met basically it. Yeah, you you basically we met we met the the guy. We've, We've made contact, contact officially. Yeah. Are we all together now? Yes. And yeah, at this point, I assume everyone is if they follow. We can be if you want us to be, <laughs> but only if you want us to be. I uh, guess we can make oh, contact. We we could we could ask them, uh, what they know. I'm gonna like be polite and try to help Toby's brother get back up because I assume he's all over oh. the grass now. No, 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 Toby's fine. It's Aravia yeah. who's on the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's Aravia just went clean through a bench. And didn't knock him over or anything? Nope. nope. Wow. It was a it was a wooden bench that happened to break at just the right point. Plus most aren't most benches like uh anchored in. Yeah. yeah. This is it it's the back basically gave out. That's probably also a segmented bench that You probably had a support in the middle. Yep. Anyway, I'm gonna politely politely introduce myself to this guy then and apologize for Avia to him. You know, just uh, give him my name and ask his name and all that. Dare you apologize for me? Assuming a lot about Aravia there. Even Bobby wouldn't make that mistake. Everything right. I do is deliberate. She says, removing another piece of bench. All right. Yeah, this is about kind of what I expected. Um. So yeah, I take it that you are in fact. Uh, that group my brother was talking about. Uh, yeah, so, so I'm not... Go ahead. Important question. Does he recognize Bobby? He... Uh, if he recognizes you, uh, he's not like... He might be like, oh, huh, it's not like a... Uh, he he wouldn't be like, bothered. But he might know who you are, but it's not something that's going to be like a Oh, like it's gonna throw him off. Mm. Did you say his name was Leonard? To be clear, I I haven't I don't know if I said his name yet. I said Leonard. Okay. Yeah, you haven't. So, um, Ferris. So, sorry. Oh, go you you go ahead. Ferris is going to ask about a little more about their group. What he's willing to say about it, the Canary Group. I mean, he's like, well. I guess we're, let's see, I guess we're going to get right to the point. Uh, so yeah, Canary Group, uh, I 
am, in fact, one of the artists for the group. Um, so, yeah, we've been trying to... Uh, you remember, I don't know if how much uh, comics history you know. You ever heard about that story about how, uh, you know, back in the... Uh, I'm going to... I don't know if this is at... I probably might get the date wrong. Like, you're talking about... The, go ahead. You're already talking about how Superman killed the Ku Klux yes. Klan? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, remember how in the 30s that uh, the Superman... Uh, did you ever know, hear about the story about how Superman took on the actual Ku Klux Klan? Wait, is he saying this to us in character? Uh, yes. Huh. Ferris will say he doesn't really read comics. Yeah, I'll read nerd shit. Yeah, uh, so there's a case of where the actual comics actually took on the actual Ku Klux Klan. Um, so we're They're kind of... punchable. A, uh, very, uh, but that's not exactly how it worked, unfortunately. Um, so we're a group that's trying to kind of do something similar with uh, various sorts of groups. I personally like to work on, you know, the ones like... Uh, um, like, uh, uh, basically that one that I, uh, kind of pointed out in the, uh, the, uh, uh, that I kind of showed you, or that I take you got from the library, uh, I am the, uh, not the writer, I'd be mostly the artist for, uh, the, try and get the thing back up. Red Butcher. Yes, Red Butcher, uh, series, where, uh, trying to take on, uh, groups like Cygnus and, uh, other very nasty groups trying to do so, uh very punchable i might add from experience as well extremely i would really love to uh do more punching so to speak with you those really kind take of groups. chairs to the face very gracefully that's good to know he says kind of turning back so ferris will ask if they like actually go out and do these things or just write stories and do art about doing these things because he's confused so let me actually kind of clear that point up. Um, so we don't actually, I, as much as I personally would like to, I actually am just an artist. I do the art uh, under a pseudonym. However, uh, I have been, especially the writers, uh, have been in contact with people who say do do that kind of action. Robbie just raises the... her hand. Ooh, ooh, me, me, me. Yes. I, I do that. Ferris just tilts it's... his head and just kind of nods slowly. I beat um, up Cygnus members. It's fun. It, it, uh, he just kind of goes, actually, story for another day. Um, yeah, just ask Bobby. Bobby was there too. Um, I just goes, um, yeah, uh, yeah, so we got, I, I've heard the stories from your group um, and I've heard about how you were able to take um, specially written books and do things with them, kind of keep an eye or like kind of peer into the mind of the writer of those books, right? I mean, yeah, we also do things like harass supernatural beings and break up uh, erotic hypnotism rings, but yeah, sure, that too. He just kind of puts a, a finger out, I was like, I might be interested in some of that later, but that's, I don't for now, need to know about your fetishes, but okay. 
it, he just kind of is like, yeah, yeah, let me let me get to the point. Uh, and he reaches he has a bag with him and he reaches into uh, his bag and he pulls out a handwritten journal. Uh, so a client of ours, uh, someone that we have as kind of an informant, so to speak, uh, has been infiltrating um has actually been infiltrating a Cygnus cell uh, that is actually acting out, not in the city, but actually pretty... Uh, it turns out the area to the, uh, like, regions of the West where they're not as, you know, they're not as focused in terms of, like, urban development and all that. Uh, There's a lot of open space out there, and they've been using that as kind of a grounds for trying to build um, kind of a hidden in plain sight kind of encampments uh, trying to cause problems in the area. Uh, and I have an we have contact with an informant uh, that knows um, that has knowledge of where one of these camps might be. Uh, and he says uh, that uh, he wrote in this notebook in I, I'm not super familiar with it, but I figured you guys might be um, he wrote in this book in such a way that uh, if you were like his memories of where that location might be is kept in this book. Uh, and if you guys say what you do can do, what I've heard you can do, um, you could actually give some people some real big help that do the punching. Uh out of curiosity, do we really need to do the book thing? Can't we just go bust up some skinheads? Uh, uh, he, he says, um, well, if we knew what, he, the thing was is that the information that we got, by the time that the informant got, like, actually remembered it, uh, he kind of forgot it because he didn't actually write down the location in the book because he was trying to keep it discreet. Um, but he said that he did, you know, when he wrote it, he did, he thinks that his memory can have it, like, might have had it. So but I don't exactly know where it is. It's more fun when the broken bones and the blood are real. It is, but we need to get there first, which is what this book is for. Okay, I'm just saying, when we get this shit down, I will be there. Agency be damned, I will be there. Fair enough. Uh, I just feel like maybe you might be interested in this book. He says, holding it out. He's like, if you want to take it and try it, by all means. I mean, we both know uh, am I, that my brother would be in on this. So, I feel Bob, like... Good. So Bobby will take the book, just kind of look at it, disinterested and say, if we must. I'm all spent for this afternoon. Paris will say he's up for whatever. He hadn't done anything all day. I'll 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 join you in a bit. The ground is very nice. My bark my bike is parked nearby anyway. She just lays around a bit longer. Okay. Uh, Ari, did you want to do anything in particular? Uh, not at the moment. All right. Uh. So. Uh. Uh. As he as also he's sitting there. Yes. He he's like oh. Yeah, probably should have mentioned. Uh, yeah, name's Mike. I will say it's nice to meet him. Shake his hand. 
that be a bill shaken in return. Oh yeah, Mike, since I'll be here for a bit, can you tell me any interesting by interesting I mean embarrassing stories about Toby? I, I need this. It, it, he just kind of looks, he's like, look, I'm not, uh, he just kind of says, sorry, I'm a good little brother, I don't tell stories. Disgusting. Right? Saravia once again just stares at the sky and just like, I don't remember the last time I talked to family, actually. Ferris will mention his family is still in Nova Britannia. It's kind of a long drive. Oh, I don't know where my family is. Huh. Oh, that is nice and cool. All right. Did anyone have any other thing they wanted to do before the scene ended? No. I guess I'll help Aravi get back up so we can get going. No, no, I told you, go on ahead without me. I, I got my bike outside anyway. I'll be faster than you. He's going to tell, tell her that she's going to get bugs and stuff all over her. So? He will shrug and he will, he will leave. I've dealt with far worse. All right. Well, with that... Unless anyone else had anything they want to do, I think that includes that scene. Um, so with that, um, Elmis. Yep, I'm here. Yep. Uh, so you are the lone person to go. So <laughs> let me let me get my things here. So uh, you are going to investigate. Uh, so in the city. Uh, there is a uh, the kind of if I kind of zoom out going looking back at that map that I made as a reference of the area over here in the center of the city or, or kind of the city is kind of in a bay and in the center of the bay there is a large there is a large island uh, that is primarily used for educational and research areas. Uh, it is a there's a lot of schools. Uh, there is a lot of uh, technological factories. Well, not factories, but like development areas. Uh, so in the, you are given a location of a factory. Um, the factory is one. It is a factory that is uh, oh, that it is. Um, it is. I'm trying to think of the term for it. Uh, it is a nationalized factory so it is the government runs it uh the label or the name of it or it is privately managed but it is a arm of like the government kind of oversees the research it's just the individual managers inside of it is like yeah i get it. yeah uh and it is the factory name you see a logo on it that is called anthrobo the Anthrobo Robotics Factory. Uh, well, I guess, is Lucas here to meet meet with us? Meet with me, I guess? Or is it just on my own? Uh, Lucas could be there with you. Sure. Uh, so, God. Uh, so, Lucas, this is the factory? Yeah, uh, this is where my friend works. Okay. So, in that case, we're going to do the first thing. First things first. We're going to take example and just put up some cameras. All right. Uh, do you want to, you know, talk to the people inside first? No. Okay. That, that means that that would give them the idea that they're cameras. Uh, okay. 
So I'm Elvis is going to take out of her bag that she brought some of the newly enhanced cameras, make them do a little dance routine with the spider legs, and then just start walking them across the perimeter, flying into like blind spots all around so we get a good coverage of the outer perimeter first. Um, Lucas just kind of looks at it with fascination. It's like, they, you're going into a robotics factory with these things. They're going to want to hire you for this, probably. Exactly. This is... I don't want to get hired. And then I'd have to sell this. This is just for fun. I want to... I want to see how far I can push these. All right. Um. Now we can go talk to the management. <laughs> okay. So, as you walk in, uh, the in... It is... A the the factory itself is in the center of like an urban city, like or like an urban center or like very urbanized part of it. So it's a lot of like tall buildings. Uh, this building in particular is very long, uh, but it is also like it's a very rectangular shaped building that is also very tall. Uh, as you walk in, uh, there is a lobby area that uh you um there's a lobby that there is a secretary and like some a seating area for like guests forever haunted by secretaries all right i guess like what do they do they not know you got us here or they or is we gonna or i guess whatever i'll flash a card we had cards right yeah uh also they probably are familiar with lucas so Ah, okay. Um, then. Lucas will kind of walk up to the secretary and is like, hey, I'm here to see Brian. And uh, they kind of wave you back and Lucas kind of waves you back um, and lets you in because there's just a set of double doors in there uh, that as you walk in, it is a fairly large manufacturing area. Uh, that is manufacturing uh, various components. Uh, you don't get a good description. Uh, as, all you can see is just some sort of mechanical parts just going down a line. Um, and you can see a staircase kind of going to the left that's kind of going to a series of offices that oversees a lot of these uh, plants or like the, this kind of manufacturing area. All right. Uh, the, as you go in there, uh, there is a series of um, a series of offices in there. Uh, there is kind of like a break room and kind of that. Uh, and towards the back of this kind of area, that's uh, this this thing, this kind of if you've ever been in like a manufacturing area, you know that there's like offices that kind of overhang kind of the uh, manufacturing area and just kind of oversees uh, kind of the area as a whole. Uh, there is a office that's kind of in the back of this area uh, that you see on the door uh, is labeled uh, Brian Nightingale. Um, and you knock on the door, or you and Lucas kind of knock on the door, you hear a uh, hello, and then, or a come in, and then uh, you, you go in and you see uh, a... Um, a rabbit man with dark blue fur, kind of kind of average build and kind of black shaggy hair, uh, kind of mid-twenties, 
just kind of see him working on some paperwork as you walk in. Hello, Elmis Grenner of the Reading Rainbow. He goes, oh, you're, uh, and he says, his like, Lucas is like, ah, so you're from uh, the group that Lucas uh, is kind of friends with. Yes, and what, so let me, uh, I hear you're having issues of mysterious theft. Yeah. Uh, close the door. And it basically goes to close the door and Lucas closes it behind him. Um, yeah, so we're seeing um, some very small scale theft. Uh, it's kind of weird because we can definitely tell that some things are taken. Um, you'd imagine that, like, especially work in like a robotics fact- factory, that uh, we deal with stuff that we have a large storage room of like various bits and pieces. So, like, people stealing things is not exactly unheard of. Uh, we've had cases where like entire shipments are stolen, but that's kind of normal if we're going to deal with theft of this thing. We're dealing with very specific uh, parts that we realize that it's definitely done in a way that something is being taken off the line. Um, but it's pieces that not... They're very specialized pieces of equipment that this isn't a ca- likely a case of someone like... This isn't, this isn't a case of someone like taking a stapler home from work. Uh, this is very like commercial grade material. This isn't something that you normally steal unless you have a very specific use. for. And we're seeing very small scale. It's very like we're seeing bits and pieces taken and we don't know what's taking it. But the thing is, is that we don't have, we have a pretty decent security protocol here. Uh, so usually when we have like a break in or someone a theft, we can definitely see like, oh, they broke in here. Like they managed to get in the back door do something. We have no, there's no clue of anything being taken. And it is my understanding that your group uh, handles surveillance in an interesting way. Yes, we can take care of that, but... I'm gonna need full reign to basically place things place things without any of your staff knowing. Yeah, uh, I mean, doing this in a way that if we've we've been keeping an eye on our staff and we've no we've been checking as our staffs leave to make sure kind of check their belongings to make sure they're not taking that we're you know we've been going through our personnel to make sure they haven't been taking anything and. I don't have. I don't feel like anyone working here would do that. Um, I don't have any uh, clues on like. I don't. I there's no. I don't have a good reason to believe that it's one of my employees doing, or the one of the one of the people I oversee doing this. Um, but we still don't. We've been checking that, and we still haven't been. The the thefts have still been happening, so. There is, so I, I'm i kind of at a loss here, and we're kind of concerned about what's happening. Do uh, you have any competitive, 
What is your relationship with your competitors? Any disgruntled employees that might have gone to work for competitors then? Well, the thing is here with the way that how the city is running this 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 research job, we're we're mostly a research factory that we've been trying to test prototype like prototype parts and there really isn't like a commercial aspect of this. I don't think this is it's as far as I know, there's not a competitor out there. Well, it's um, not let me let me rephrase a bit more clearly. Less like financial competitors, more of the personal kind. Um I don't think we do have some people that have some very specialized like hobbies. I know they do this outside, but this is a case where if anyone was doing this that had any sort of link if these are the kind of things that if someone was working on a project with these parts, um, they would not want to see, like, if those projects saw the light of day, uh, that would be traced back here in a heartbeat, and they would be, um, the, there would be a very unhappy people for this, especially since we are, we definitely know that some of these parts are missing. Okay, and I'm guessing one more thing. With one more thing, he's definitely telling the truth about that. Uh, yes. All right. So Elmis is gonna just put her hand to her chin, rub it, think. Okay. Uh, just could you take me to that storehouse, and then I'll start my investigation there. Oh, and your central computer. I need to see that too. But storehouse first. Uh, all right. Uh, so Brian kind of gets up and just kind of guides you and Lucas along uh, to the elevator in the back that takes you to uh, this kind of large area, kind of encompasses what would normally be like three or four floors. Uh, so it takes you to a, uh, like, essentially the what they call the second floor of the building, uh, which is a large... Um, actually, they take you to what's essentially the top floor of the building, which is in itself three stories, it is a large warehouse that is multi-floored, but kind of open. Um, okay, at this point now, Elmas is just going to start throwing and activating some of the flying drones to just set up a perimeter around it with orders to follow anyone who you, they notice steals something. Are you are you doing this uh, in a way trying to be discreet, or are you just openly doing this? This is discreet. Um... You know what? I'm not gonna. It, it, I'm not gonna make you do an action roll for that because really, the most that he would see is like, "Oh, well, that's cool," and that's about it. So I'm just gonna let you do that. Um, okay. So as you do that, uh, he just kind of points out, "Is like, uh, I'll I'll give you a copy of uh our kind of inventory for the area, um, so you can kind of know what's generally stored and around here." The thing is, um, here's our kind of storage area. Uh, we haven't seen a whole lot of thefts from this particular area. A lot of the thefts seem to have happened on the actual manuf or in the manufacturing floor and in our um, test labs, which you would uh, I'll show you to after this. Um, he also points to a uh, in the top, like in the top corner of this large area. Uh, there is a uh, room set aside, and he points. He points to that room, and he's like, 
Our central computer is located over there. We haven't seen anything in particularly stolen from or like anything tampered with there. Uh, we pre- keep that room pretty under lock and key. I think I need to go to a visit there. Uh, I'll for this will be. So what I want to do is there is like take one of the drones and then have it hooked up to like take all the thing that the the central computer is recording into and plug it into there. So you basically want to just take the data that's in there. Yes. Okay. That. Uh, it he could like it's he he gives you access to it, so you. I take it that you can take another one of the drones and just do that. Yep, that that's fine. Have a drone there to keep to keep monitoring and outputting collecting that. Um I, I real quick I do want to add that your fucking map just looks like a weird pain diagram for an injured thumb. I hate that now I'm seeing it. <laughs> I have that power. Um so yes. Um as you do, is there anything else you want to like take a look at in the storage area? Nah, after uh, like last thing that Elmis really wants to do after this is just put a put a couple cameras each in the manufacturing floor and the test room, and then we'll go out go out and just start. At, and then after that, just go talk to the workers. Okay. Uh, the one thing he will take you to before he goes to your manufacturing floor is that there is a uh, he takes you to the essentially their test labs uh, and he kind of says beforehand uh, it, it is kind of in a the he's saying this because he he kind of has to and but in that way is like he, he knows is like yeah so like these are kind of our test rooms so uh, try not to poke too much around um or like try he just kind of phrase out his phrase it it's like try not to touch as, as little as possible because some of this stuff is you know fragile no problem I, I look i got a degree in engineering i understand and yeah just kind of try not to poke too much in, around in like trying to like keep surveillance is perfectly fine but I would request that you try not to leak stuff that you've found here. Oh, please. Uh, this stuff is not dangerous enough for me to be interested. Fair enough. Um, so you as you kind of go, it, it kind of takes you. It's kind of a single floor, but there's a lot of different rooms in there. Uh, as you kind of go look through it, uh, you do see what this kind of you get to start to get a general gist of what this robot uh, facility is for. Uh, it is testing, in particular, um, prosthetics, uh, but also um, basically they're testing out androids. Essentially, very rudimentary androids. How do those compare to the ones we saw in the first mission in terms of using the Sylph colonies to power them? It is roughly similar. Including the power source or? Uh, so the power source looks like it is definitely it is entirely computing. Like it oh. looks like it, it looks more like computers in there. You might see like a technological or technomagical like battery or something in there. Uh, but you won't see it's not like the way that the other group was doing it. 
Okay. This has much more of a mechanical and um, it's very prototypey looking. Like this is not the the glamour pass has not happened yet. Okay. Um. So yeah. Any uh, so I as you go through, go ahead. I was gonna say yeah. After going through the lab, I want to talk to the to the actual workers without the boss being around. All right. Um, actually, uh, before you do that, uh, I need to step out real quick, so I'll be right back. Behold, Elmis, only interested in things that have, can bring about mild destruction. It's fine. We forgive you. We forgive you because you don't sell them. Yeah, Elmis isn't gonna sell any of this stuff. This is for personal, like, huh, I did this. Neat. All right, go try to find another project to do. Takes the concept of hobby grade to the next level. No, I do have... Actually, I know. I have the perfect idea for what Elvis's next project is to craft. It's a self-drive. No, it's an AI unit to help coordinate the drones. Not a self-drive for the drones, eh? No, I keep, no. I keep wondering what I should craft. I'm not sure. I don't know if my job counts as crafting. It's That's like, a sick-ass VHS. It's less craft. Crafting is just the name of it. It's like, it's a long-term project also is just what you're working on. So Also, wait. Do VHS, is, do VHS tapes exist yet? No. <laughs> I, don't think so. I don't know. You'd have to ask Lolo. You have to ask Lolo, because we technically have cell phones, even though... It, I don't claim to understand at all how tech works in yeah. the setting. 70s, but also whatever... We need we, in any given moment. We are culturally in the seventies. That's the important thing. Yeah, culturally in the seventies, technologically in other. Hey, well, yeah. Uh, we were curious. Do VHS? Uh, I can't talk today. Do VHS tapes exist? Uh, not VHS tapes, but something similar. Ah, Betamax, the wave of the future. Laserdisc. No. Until it's overtaken by the more and powerful UMD. God. Yeah. All right. Damn, I should have grabbed another drink. Uh, whatever. Um. All right. Uh. So continuing. God damn it. Uh, trying to get my tabs back in order. Um. So you wanted to take. A, uh, you wanted to talk to the. Uh, just kind of the workers. Yeah, and without the boss around. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you kind of, as you kind of walk around, you can see there's a lot of different people, uh, working, um, a lot of people who look like they're engineers, uh, some people who are, like, uh, mechanical, like, helping with the machinery, uh, but it is mostly, it is the most, the people that you see there look like they are doing testing. Work. Okay, good. So I have expertise in engineering. So perfect. Let's go. Yes. So Elvis is like, all right, I see you guys prosthetics work here. What are you doing to stop rejection? Um, so it seems like rejection just seems to be uh, with uh, we're kind of working with like the more mechanical part of it. So uh, we have the uh, we got uh, some of the um, people who are working in the biomed uh, or the biotech uh, groups that are kind of actually doing the connections for that, but uh, we're kind of mostly doing the um, actual mechanics of the prosthetics. 
I see, I see. So what? Has anyone started trying to do a uh, off the record? Said it, I got to tell you, I'd be really interested to see some of this stuff in like a BattleBots thing. Anyone just tried anything stupid? Uh, I mean, I mean, we do funny things with like the bot. Like we've tried to see if like if something could control with like ten arms before. We've done stuff like that, but nothing, nothing destructive. These things are kind of expensive. Ah oh, man. Oh, but how did that ten arm project work? It, it it worked. It it was a it was it it had ten arms. It it was neat. Don't know how useful it would have been. Think about all the think of all the base ball. I don't know. You could do something fun with it. I'm sure. I, I'm sure, Porch but ball. I I'm sure, but I mean, I as far as we know, we're working with things mostly two arms, two legs. Makes sense. So, as how have how you been? How's been management harassing you lately? They've been more puzzled than really anything. Because really, if anything, we're more confused about than anyone else. Because the the stuff like outside of maybe I don't know, we've seen some prosthetics been taken. uh, That it's like, but like piecemeal at a time. It's not like someone's taking like they're not taking like a shipment. Of body parts like I don't think whoever's been taking this doesn't seem like it's a job for someone who's trying to mass produce uh it seems like if it's anything it's someone with a pet project ooh anybody any hmm, anyone you got any bets on anyone that would have been worked in here is not stupid enough to t- steal government uh right like to, to take stuff from take like public uh, public workspace parts. That's amateur hour. Um, or at nice. least someone who's not like someone who isn't interested in making a statement, so to speak. That you are going, sense. you are not going public with this. Okay. You heard, an... oh, hmm. I guess I was going to say, do you guys know any place where I can see power use re- re- records? But it's like, yeah, I probably will be able to get that here. Uh, power use in what sense? Like this, yeah, this is something I wouldn't be able because it's like, oh, here's this part of the city that's using a bit more power than it has been in this for this much hours between this time. But that's something that uh, that's not something that yeah, that's in not this something case, I can... in this case, it wouldn't matter. Okay, uh, because at this point, really, a someone with the TV on and doing the vacuuming. Uh, probably is generating about the same amount of power. Uh, the judge? Oh, well. Can't do... Can't try and tr- find that way. Alright. Uh, Elmis just writes a number down. Keep in touch. I actually kind of... I'm interested to see what some... If you have any... If you ever... If you ever need some help for, like, stupid ideas, just call me up. I can probably cope with something that would give you a good stress test. Bye. And then Elmis... Uh- walks out all right so you're good with that yep thank you for listening to hazeltown story if you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me lola puzzlo you can follow at hazeltown story on twitter and if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint you can follow my personal twitter at lola puzzlo 
If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash loadedpuzzle and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines, or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.